Yeah, Ryan Hartley here for what's better yesterday. Last Friday, I went on a bit of a heart-centered rant at some of the uh, musings of the world and our government. And and in that uh, five-minute episode, I said something about the use of pronouns. And I guess I just want to expand on that idea in this short episode today. And I know that you're going to have a lot of grace for me if I get clumsy with my words, uh, because at the heart of my message, I really care. I really care about you. I really care about people and the, the opportunities that we get every single day to make a positive dif- difference to those around us. So I'm going to tread very carefully in what is is a is a sensitive subject, is the use of pronouns. And I think pronouns are really good in the fact that they allow us to take control of our expression. They give us a sense of control from the inside out as to who we want to be and how we want to present ourselves to the world, which is really, really, really powerful. But the downside of that, the opposite side of that coin, is that it creates further separation. It creates further um, division. It, it creates further examples in the world of why I might be different or why you might be different from each other. It's one thing to be an expressive individual, but it's just a um, an imaginary form of separation. You know, when we get all these forms from the government, you know, or, or, or wherever we might get these forms, they ask us to categorize us in so many different ways that it just gives a an illusion of separation. I say illusion. It's actually a very physical, visceral um, separation by age demographic, by gender, by um, ethnicity. All these characteristics are creation of man. And when you start to identify as a soul, as a spirit, as love, you then start to be able to see others as souls as spirit, as love, rather than the categories that the world may have us fit in. And if you're not in the position of seeing yourself as a soul and as a spirit yet, then then maybe this this episode will do something to nudge you along, or, or maybe this just won't compute full stop. But when you start to see yourself as a soul, as, as beyond our body, we start to understand that our body is just simply a vessel for our human experience, because we're not a human being having a spiritual experience. We're a spiritual being having a human experience, which means that we can then look at our body as a vessel, as a thing that is carrying our souls and our spirits. And at the heart of it, there is no difference. There is no separation between that with which sustains life, between other human beings and nature. And I'm <laughs> I'm really not, you know, meaning to be all tree huggery and, and hippie, but more scientific and practical that the life force that sustains us all is is within us all. It's that energy. It's what was at the center of the universe to begin with. At the very core of an atom is nothing, is, is energy, it is that which is faster than the speed of light. And that's through all living things. The way that we could potentially look at oneness and that unity is looking at Imagine the ocean and we take two different containers, two very different looking cups, containers, and then we scoop up some ocean, right? To the to the to the eye, the containers look different. Maybe the containers are different shapes, different sizes, they've got different logos on, maybe they're different colours. And on the outside, we can describe them as very different things. But what's in the middle of those cups? It's the very essence of the water of the sea that it came from. 
And I think that's what it means to be at one is that on the outside, we might look different, but on the inside, we're all connected, one love spirit. Um, and, and therefore these use of pronouns just compound that illusion of separation. So as a, as a human being, as a like-hearted human being, I choose the pronouns we and us. And the we and the us is inclusive of the I. It's not exclusive. It's not I'm losing a sense of self uh, and like I'm losing myself. It's actually I understand the very nature of my gift and what I have so that I may contribute to the we. I know that the we is incomplete without me, not in an egotistical way, but in a, <laughs> without sounding like Mufasa and, you know, and Rafiki, is that I simply have to place myself in that circle of life. I have to go on that self-discovery journey to understand which piece of the puzzle that I am, understand where I fit, where I belong, and then I have to have the courage to place myself there. Because if we see the world and humanity as a complete puzzle, well, who am I to deny the completion of that puzzle if I withhold myself and my gift and my skill and my talent? And the same can be applied to our workplaces and our teams. The team is never full. The team is never complete unless we get that contribution from each member. The puzzle is perfect. It has all that it needs. All it requires is us to contribute our piece to the bigger picture in the puzzle. So I'm going to wrap this up by simply saying that I love the expression that pronouns provide. I am cautious as to the division and the separation that it further perpetuates. My invitation is that you adopt pronouns of we and us. And in realizing the gift of you, the gift of me, you can then contribute the I to the we, to the bigger picture, so that you might find your place in the puzzle where you are accepted, where you belong, where you fit in, and when you get to contribute. Hope this helps in some way. We are always better than yesterday. I see you, I hear you. And I'm grateful that you get to spend time here with us. Always love.